Welcome to We On Fire Sports Podcast, providing hot takes and analysis across the sporting landscape. Straight talk, no chaser. We On Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, coming up, man, we got episode number 25. Man, man, it just feels like yesterday, man, we was doing episode number one. Now we're at episode number 25 for the new year of 2022. I hope everybody, once again, was safe. I hope everybody had some great and grant ideas for themselves. Personally, for the year of 2022, We on Fire Sports Podcast definitely have the same goals in mind ourselves. So, man, I'm going to get into episode number 25, man, as we're going to break down the return, the return of Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie currently right now is playing role games. He's a part-time player for the Nets, but he's back into the fold, made his debut back on the scene. We're definitely going to get into that. Also, too, we're going to get into another return on the NBA scene, and that's the return of Mr. Klay Thompson for the Golden State Warriors. Man, man, it's been a long road back for Clay off those particular injuries that he had, but we're going to get into that. Also, too, man, we're going to take a look at the college football national championship game between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs as we have two SEC teams in the national championship game. Definitely going to take a look at that. We're also, too, going to get into week number 17 in the National Football League of what occurred in week 17. We're going to recap that up. Also, too, we're going to get into pretty much the biggest story across week number 17, the meltdown of Antonio Brown. Oh, man, oh, man. We're going to get into that. And we're going to get into another look across the National Basketball Association as we're going to do our power rankings for 2022. Teams on the come up, teams who then kind of slip back to the pack. We're going to get into that. So once again, man, I appreciate everybody for listening, man. We on Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Sports Podcast. Man, man, we finally got the national championship game in college football as we got the Alabama Crimson Tide taking on the Georgia Bulldogs as this is a rematch between the SEC championship game where Alabama was able pretty much from beginning to end, man, put the A-Town stump down on the uh, Georgia Bulldogs as they won the uh, SEC championship. This is a rematch between these two powerful SEC schools Man, it seems like Nick Saban, since he's been at Alabama, he's had Georgia number. I mean, they've had some very close and tough losses in the SEC championship game. But they finally have a chance to get redemption in the game that matters the most, the national championship game. Now, I have been skeptical of Alabama a little bit earlier part of the season where they played a stretch where they wasn't playing good football. You know, I thought that the defense wasn't, you know, in the same place it has been traditionally since, you know, coach has been down there handling his business in Tuscaloosa, Nick Saban. 
I thought that they lost a lot of talent, especially on the offensive side of the football, especially the receiving core. You know, from having, you know, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Henry Rose the third. You know, these are three first round guys that they've lost over the last two years. And so I was a little skeptical. And towards the end of this season, they got hot. They were able to handle their business down the stretch in the SEC and pull off an SEC championship. Georgia, on the other hand, they pretty much was undefeated all the way through to the end to the SEC championship game where they took that L. And I got a strange feeling about this. I mean, one would say that, man, Alabama pretty much rolled tied another national championship for Nick Saban and company. They always beat Georgia. They just beat Georgia. They're going to beat Georgia again. But I'm going to quote my man Lee Corso on this one. Not so fast, my friend. I think Georgia has learned their lesson. I think it gave them ability, you know, to watch some film, especially in their matchup. I think this time they're going to be a little bit better prepared. And yeah, I'm about to go out on a limb. Not on a limb, but I'm about to go out. I got the Georgia Bulldogs winning this football game and being national champions. And here's the reason why. I do think that their defense is going to play better. I think Jordan Davis is going to be more of a force in this game. And so we definitely will see how it goes, man. But I definitely have Georgia winning this game. We on Five Sports Podcast. Coming up, my conversation with my special guest, Bulls correspondent, NBA correspondent, Shad. Yeah, he's back on the show to get some feedback on the Bulls. We on Five Sports Podcast. Something that me and my special guest today have discussed earlier in the life of this podcast before the season even began once again man i got my man shy checking in man what's going on bro what's happening what's happening man man it's been a hot minute man we on five sports podcast man we came in this game man especially on the nba tip before the season talking about you know teams we're looking forward to you know we had a hot free agency period across the nba and one yes. of the- us was the Chicago Bulls, man. We sitting first in the East, man. What's your thoughts about the Bulls, man? Man, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's, it's, it's kind of coming back around to what we was talking about at the beginning, all the pieces uh, and how they coming together. Same as sameness. I'm really in uh really impressed by uh, Demar Derozan. He's he's a little bit more than what I expected. Um, uh, but overall, I'm 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 loving it. I'm loving it. I'm happy to be be uh, have a reason to watch the Bulls again. You know, I mean, I always I always watch them. Like I never stopped watching them during the downtime, the uptimes, none of that. But now it's it's that excitement again, like the Rose days, and of course the, the Jordan days. So. Oh yeah, man! It's definitely something that um, looking at the standings, man, the other day, man, just sitting all the way 
at the top, man. It was just like, man, you know, obviously we about the third, almost close to halfway at the halfway mark of the season as far as games being played, man. So, you know, show improved time, you know, obviously we still have a nice little chunk of the season, man. And as you mentioned, man, DeRozan, man, this guy, you know, hit two consecutive game winners, man, in back-to-back games on the road back-to-back, which never awesome. been in NBA history. <laughs> What's your thoughts about DeRozan, man, in, in the MVP race, man? How you see DeRozan in that? Man, I see him uh, a major part of the MVP race. I mean, you you continue. You continue. The Bulls continue at the pace that we're at right now. It's going to be kind of hard not to have him as MVP. Uh, you know, just uh, navigate through the... The, the the narrative about the MVP that'll be the only thing that that will really stop him from being a strong candidate and, and getting it because you know just the the real definition and what we know to be the MVP he's a, a great candidate <laughs> so oh yeah man I definitely uh, have him uh, top three on my list I mean the only other guys that I would rate ahead of him maybe is Stephen Curry and uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. But they are second in the East. We're currently first in the East. So I think definitely if DeMar can keep up this pace, averaging about 27 points a game, you know, being clutch, you know, definitely in the fourth quarter and obviously at the end of the game. I mean, that's yeah. right now. He is. He's messed the fourth quarter in the NBA right now. So <laughs> it's the fourth quarter is here. So. Yeah, man. Another another guy I want to uh, talk about with the Bulls, man, who was uh, out, you know, over the summer due to uh, injuries sustained over the summer, man. Missed part of the uh, beginning of the uh, regular season and uh, had some COVID issues. Is Kobe White? Man, Kobe, man, has been playing some great basketball, man, over these last couple of weeks. What's your thoughts on Kobe, man? I'm very impressed with Kobe and, and the way he's. Uh... Uh, seemingly can't come back and and, uh, and fits with this team because one thing that, that a lot of people didn't pay attention to was the fact that Kobe got over overlooked a lot like people forget how good Kobe really is because of all the pieces that we did pick up so when he came back to see him kind of uh, fit fit right back into that puzzle and getting his getting his bearings up under himself but the defensive end, all that is, is, is looking very good. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned on the defensive end, man, because if you watch, you know, the Bulls, man, especially over these last couple of weeks, the defensive plays. I mean, think about the play that he made in Indiana at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He able to uh, get the rock to DeMar DeRozan to let him do his thing, man. Yeah. Yep, he made the play. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, he made that play. We got the ball back. Um, then um, the defensive end is the impressive thing about the Bulls, period. That's why it, it's kind of hard to not fathom the Bulls having major success, especially if they just continue to play the way they've been playing and nothing drastic happens or nothing because of our, our identity is defensive right now. That's the Bulls' identity because we have the, you know, with the the Lonzo and Caruso, our backcourt, uh, far as far as you going to have a hard time against our backcourt, period. And 
general then kobe comes back and fits right in with the rest of that man the defensive identity is really more of what the bulls are to go along with having two 25 plus point scores in your in your lineup and a mr fourth quarter that's a deadly combination to have i mean yeah i mean think about you the bulls may have two all-star starters yeah season you know so yeah, those guys have been big time. You know, shout out to Zach Levine. He's definitely been putting in work as usual. You know, the Bulls have had some good contributions off the bench. Uh, Ayo Desumu has played, you know, good basketball. Just going out there looking like a young veteran out there, man. What do you think about Ayo, man? And how you oh, I've been very impressed with Ayo. Ayo has, has been a revelation for us, man. We, I didn't know. I was excited just for Ayo to come to the Bulls just off me. Uh, following Ayo for years since he was a uh, freshman, since he came went to Morgan Park, I've been uh, following Ayo, so I was just happy for him to come to the Bulls. But to see the contribution, it uh, it's it's really a testament what I what I uh, what I've learned this year uh, to go along with the personnel of the Bulls. It's the coaching, uh, uh, Donovan. Uh, our staff has done a great job. Of, of, of mixing our players you know like he had to give Ayo that chance he gave Ayo that chance early and Ayo never disappointed and it never went away yeah I that mean huge in it you spot on with that man you had some some cats over the internet and you know Bulls lovers and followers you know a couple months ago like man you know trade Kobe White you know, I always came in, man, Kobe's expendable. And I'm like, man, hold the horse. No, no, no. Let this guy get back into the rhythm. You know, that's another added piece, especially off the bench offensively, that we're going to need, especially if you're trying to make a deep playoff run. So, yeah, I mean, I man, he was playing that well to where people were just like, well, you know, Kobe's playing. The funny where it is now. Yeah, he's playing well for Io, but he hasn't had a Kobe White game yet. So... We could pump the brakes on to get rid of Kobe White because Kobe White has had big games for the Bulls, huge games. That's what people got to forget. Uh, remember, he was our he was our second leading scorer last year, was he? Was he the second leading scorer, or did uh well well Vooch came later on? Yeah, I was just gonna say you had to... Kobe. Kobe had big thirty. I think Kobe had a forty point game last year, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken, I think Kobe had a 40-point game last year. So it's like, yeah, no. That's what I meant by Kobe went under the radar. People forgot about Kobe. Like, yeah, no, he's not. He's a, he's a pretty good player for the Bulls. You know, he's not that. But Io is very impressive for for the standards that I have for him. Oh, man, the sky's the limit for Io. Yeah, man. And, I mean, you were spot on with Billy, uh, Billy Donovan. And shout out to Coach Fleming, man. Yeah. Know, held it down, man. They had a perfect record. I believe he was 5-0. and Yeah. Holding it down in the interim spot for the Bulls, man. And, you know, you know the players seemed to, you know, seem to be re relaxed under him. Um, I mean, it was a smooth transition. You know, I know that, uh, especially being an assistant in the NBA, you know, teams, you know, check you out, especially if you're in a situation where you're running the, uh, running the ball club. So I thought that uh, Fleming did a, a good job with the team, man. 
help us. Uh, I mean, think about it. The two buzzer beater games was them at coach. Yeah. They had some real grimy type of games that they had to win. So we gave the Bulls pretty good direction while it's at the end. Yes, sir. I agree. Yeah, man. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see, man, the second half of the season. If the Bulls can hold down this uh, number one seed, man, we got Brooklyn lurking. You know, you got Milwaukee Bucks out there, you know, defending NBA champions out there lurking in the East. Yeah. Miami Heat, you know, definitely out there as well. So we'll see, man, definitely if the Bulls can be able to kind of hold down this position, you know, surprise the basketball world and get that number one seed. Definitely, we on Five Sports Podcast is going to be checking in, man, and uh, checking out that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I agree. I agree with you on the um, KD and, and uh, Steph Curry. They about the only ones that I can really put up above uh, DeRozan. But he has a he has a real shot of uh home for the Bulls, man. I mean, it's a it's a it's a real thing, man. Definitely, if you're not a uh, believer when the season began, definitely even the uh, casual basketball fan, the non-Bulls fan, appreciate the uh, contributions uh, uh, Demar's put in for the Bulls, man. So, yeah, man, it's crazy, man. So we definitely appreciate, man, you falling through once again, man. It's been a hot minute, man. We know you're gonna be checking in, man. Not only with the Bulls, but the uh, rest of the NBA man once yeah, again sir. appreciate the check in brother and man we on five sports podcast we on five sports podcast man man we got a big big return a couple big returns to the National Basketball Association as we got the return of Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie was out due to the protocols in the NBA as he's currently an unvaccinated player in the NBA. And New York basically told him, you're not vaccinated, you can't play in this state. So he took the show on the road for his return against the Indiana Pacers as Kyrie Irving came back, dropping 22 points. Looked like he'd been playing the whole season. I mean, I want to send a shout out to him first and foremost as far as keeping himself in condition because he looked like he never really left. You know, obviously he probably still had to knock a little rust off, but for him to come back and drop 22 points in his first game back, This season was pretty impressive as Brooklyn was able to get the win as they're currently second in the East, chasing the Chicago Bulls. And I think that Kyrie Irving was very important to this basketball team, meaning that I don't think they get to the NBA Finals without Kyrie Irving in some kind of capacity. I definitely do think he helps their ball club. And, you know, Kyrie Irving is a polarizing guy. You know, there's a lot of opinions out you know as far as his vaccination status should he be vaccinated against his personal beliefs and i've stated on this podcast many many of times that that's a personal decision to Kyrie Irving. i'm not gonna you know say anything bad about that that's his personal decision he's an adult he understood the rules of engagement the nba you know pretty much set it out there as far as well, not the NBA, but the state of New York set it out there as far as that. You're not going to be able to participate in that state if you're not vaccinated. 
And here we are at the top of the year, and he's back. You know, I think that if Brooklyn, they're able to handle this right in the locker room and it not be any ill will or any kind of distraction or any kind of nature, as long as this team is healthy, they're my favorite to get to the NBA Finals out of the East. And that's no slight against the Milwaukee Bucks. They are the defending NBA champions. Giannis. After the finals last year, I thought he was the best player in the world. I mean, he proved it. He put he put himself on a stage, on a level. It was undisputed. But now that Kyrie Irving is back, we'll see how the rest of the season unfolds for the Brooklyn Nets. Also, too, one situation that he has to go through is that he has to pass the COVID protocols, being unvaccinated. And as we all know and understand, regardless of how we feel about COVID, that's a tall task when you have guys going out every single week testing positive for COVID. So to me, it's not about the ability of Kyrie Irving for the Brooklyn Nets and and what he means to that team from a basketball player standpoint. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to pass this testing for the rest of the season. I wish him the best in that. But, man, that's a very tall task just based on where we're at now in the world. So, we'll see. Then we have another return. And a lot of people, a lot of Warriors fans and people across the NBA is welcoming back Clay Thompson. Man. Clay has battled for two seasons trying to get back on the court with various Achilles and ACL injuries. Last time we seen Clay Thompson, they were battling in the NBA Finals, Game 6 against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. He went for a dunk, landed, and blew out his knee. A lot has occurred since we've last seen Clay Thompson. Kevin Durant is no longer there. We had this thing that occurred called COVID-19 that's changed the world and life as we know it currently. That was before that. That was before the NBA shut down. We've elected a new president since that time. We've had over 20 plus coaching changes since Klay Thompson has stepped foot on the basketball court. Steph Curry has become the all-time three-point shooter in NBA history. Broke the record of Ray Allen since that time. And Clay is finally back in Golden State. He's rolling right now, having a tremendous season in the MVP caliber season from Steph Curry. So, I definitely want to wish Clay back. I do think that you know, he's going to be an asset to their team. They're going to need Klay Thompson, especially getting out of the West, even how well this team is playing currently. They're going to need Klay Thompson if they're trying to get back to the NBA Finals. So definitely good to see. Hope he keep his head up high, man. We'll see how the transition happens for him as far as on the court. But I do think it's a positive sign for the Golden State Warriors, and I'm definitely looking forward to Klay coming back Sunday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
We on Five Sports Podcast. sports podcast coming up i break down the playoffs as we go into week number 18 in the national football league we on five sports podcast we on five sports podcast Man, man, the NFL, we're finally into week number 18 across the National Football League as we're into the final week of the season. It's been a long, long season. A lot of teams had high expectations coming in to week number one in the NFL. Some teams were able to exceed those expectations or at least meet them. And some teams straight fell off the cliff. So, man, I'm going to break down, man, the playoffs as we stand going into week number 18 as football lovers may know the nfl expanded the playoffs as the first seeds in either conference has a bye and the second seed doesn't have a bye the old format the second seed used to have a bye as well and home field but the NFL expanded the playoffs, so only the number one seeds get that first round bye. And we're going to start off in the AFC. Currently, the team in the position with the number one seed is the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, pretty much, man, they've been playing good football all season. They had a few dud games. You know, they had the loss of Derrick Henry for an extended period of time. Word on the street, Derrick Henry is probably going to come back, which is huge. You know, they've been able to run the ball without Derrick Henry. But I think Derrick Henry is vital to this football team. Anybody who's watched this team over the last couple of years knows he's vital to their success. So currently they stand at the number one seed. As Tannehill and company try to maintain that man in week number 18, they can pull that off by a victory. So we'll see, man. They definitely will benefit from that buy, get a chance to get Derrick Henry back into the fold if he's able to come back. So that's vital for them. In the number two position, man, we got the Kansas City Chiefs currently sitting at 11-5 and five as well. You know, they've been one of the hottest teams in football as their streak came to an end. Man, but they've been playing some good football. They've gotten themselves back in title contention. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and company. Defense been playing well. So they're in the position, man. You know, we'll see. You know, they lost in the shootout last game, man. But we'll, we'll see what they're able to do. They might be able to come up with Tennessee, take a L in week number 18, and they win to get that bye. Definitely helpful for them. And the third seed, man, we got the new kids on the block. The Cincinnati Bengals, man. 10 and 6 currently. Joe Burrow has been the hottest uh, quarterback in the National Football League. Man, this guy's been on fire, man. Him and Jamar Chase and the other weapons they have with Tyler Boyd. You know, they've been putting in work. Higgins. So they've been putting in work, man. And so 
all they got to do, man, is win, man. They be able to maintain their seed, man. You know, they get a home playoff game if they stay in that third seed, man. I know Cincinnati going to be on 10 for that. And the fourth position, man, we got the Buffalo Bills. It's been a little rocky for them up and down. As the running game, early part of the season was a dud, but man, as it bounced back. Devin Singletary putting in work over the final stretch of the uh, regular season. You know, they've had some bad, 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 bad losses this season. They were able to get, you know, that victory against New England. Helped them out tremendously, man, in that tight AFC division race. And so, man, we'll see, man. Buffalo, man, they were my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC. You know, I like what they was doing up there, Josh Allen and company. Defense, though, has definitely been a dud so far. So we'll see if they're able to pick up the pieces in the final stretch. In the fifth seed, we got the New England Patriots, man. Bill Belichick and company, Mac Jones. Belichick, the magician, once again, got one of the best defenses in the National Football League. They have a chance at winning the AFC East. And can you imagine that, man, without Tom Brady, man, for them to be able to pull that off one season, well, pretty much two seasons after he's left, Man, looks like Bill Belichick is doing probably one of his best uh, coaching jobs since he's been in New England. In the sixth seed, man, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Man, man, super Jonathan Taylor. That's what I'm going to call him, super Jonathan Taylor. Man, running back, definitely an MVP candidate, man. This kid has been outstanding for them. He's been huge for them, Frank Wright and company. Wright and company. Man, they trying to get on the come up. They 9-7, man. They definitely want to kind of stay in the position that they in. And so we'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. Carson Wentz, man, looks like he's out. So their quarterback situation, man, is going to be vital for them if they able to hold their seed, man, and try to do a little damage in the playoffs. And then the final seed, man, the seventh seed, man, we got the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, man, they've been a little up and down. But they're in a tough division, the AFC West, man. You know, as I said on this podcast, one of the toughest divisions in the National Football League. And so, man, they're just trying to hold the fold. Justin Herbert has been outstanding this season. But this team has been just inconsistent. So we'll see, man, if they're able to hold that final spot, you know, for the playoffs in the AFC. In the NFC, man, we got the Green Bay Packers sitting at the number one seed, currently at 13-3. and Aaron Rodgers is definitely my favorite to win the MVP award this season. He's been playing outstanding. Devontae Adams has been playing outstanding. They've been able to run the football. The defense has been okay. But I think this team is beatable. I definitely think this team is beatable. No disrespect to Packers fans, but I think they are beatable. You know, they play in one of the worst divisions in football. NFC North. So we'll see, man, if they're able to... uh, Hold on to that spot. Then we got the second seed. We got the L.A. Rams sitting at 12-4. and Man, man, this team uploaded their roster big, big time. They made some huge moves. Let's need them is all in. You know, they got OBJ into the fold. And, man, they sitting at the second seed, man. We'll see, man. This team on paper, I think their roster is one of the best rosters in the National Football League. But, man, at the end of the day, Matt Stafford, it's time to show and prove, buddy. We'll see if they're able to hold that second seed and make some damage in the playoffs. Then we got the third seed. We got the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, at 12-4. and four. This team won the NFC South, survived the game up in New York, pulling out a comeback victory against the New York Jets. You know, you think all would be well. 
but we had the injury to Chris Godwin. And then we had the epic meltdown of Antonio Brown. This team is down some receivers. They have some injuries on the defensive end. But they're still 12-4, and four, man. Still 12-4. and four. This team is still dangerous to me. Thomas going to figure it out. Whether it's Scotty Miller, whether it's a guy that's on the practice squad they're going to bring into the fold. I think they, they're going to be okay, man. It's just depending on the matchup in the playoffs for them. Then we got the fourth seed, man. We got the Dallas Cowboys, a team that, to me, they, they seeding could have been higher, man, if they was able to handle their business. They had a few dud games. Dak Prescott looked like he's fell off a cliff, such as Ezekiel Elliott as well. And But they still 11-5, even with all of that. But I'm not convinced with this team. And I'm not one of those cowboy haters out there, man. You know, I keep it 100, man. If they playing good football, I, I, you know, I put it out there. I actually like Dak Prescott. But this team, man, they're 11-5, but I think it's definitely fool's goal. We'll see how it goes for Dallas down the stretch. Then we got the fifth seed, man. We got the Arizona Cardinals, man, currently sitting at 11-5. This is another team that, to me, they had an inside track on home for the advantage in the NFC. But they've had some rash injuries to, the, uh, to Hopkins. You've had Kyler Murray been a little nicked up, not really been playing at, at his level. This team has had some bad losses, some inconsistent play over the last couple of weeks. And we'll see, man. They sitting at the fifth seed, man. We'll see if they're able to get them a victory in the final week, man, and get a little momentum going to the playoffs, but we'll definitely see. In the sixth seed, man, we got Kyle Shanahan in the San Francisco 49ers, currently sitting at nine and seven. They're making a quarterback change from Garoppolo to Lance. You know, Kyle, you know, they, they've been hanging in there, man. A lot of people thought this team was, was left for dead through the middle part of the season. But, man, look where they're at now. now. They definitely need a, a victory in week number 18. We'll see how that goes. But they're in an inside track of definitely getting into the playoffs, man. And and the final seed currently is the seventh seed with the Philadelphia Eagles sitting at 9-7. and seven. Fly, Eagles, fly. You know, with them, Jalen Hurts, man, he's been hotter than a firecracker, man. He's been making some big-time plays. A lot of people were skeptical about Jalen Hurts, me being one of them. I'm just going to be honest. And no disrespect to Jalen Hurts. I think he's a, a class act. You know, I think, you know, this guy, man, has been cast off. You know, left Alabama, went to Oklahoma, picked up the pieces, man, and been so far, man, holding it down in Philadelphia the best way he can. I think that this roster definitely needs a little infusion of talent, but they working with what they got in Philadelphia, man. So we'll see if they're able to hold on to that final playoff spot. And so, man, it's definitely been been a fun season so far, man. We'll definitely see how Week 18 unfolds. See if these teams are able to stay in their position in the playoffs, man. Or one of these teams in the hunt be able to get the come up. So we'll see, man. So. Definitely going to break down the playoffs as the final week concludes. But we on Five Sports Podcast.
Man, man, another hot topic in the National Football League. It occurred in New York week number 17. It just passed between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. As we had the meltdown of the century. As Tampa Bay, they were trailing in this game to the New York Jets. And Antonio Brown, while the Tampa Bay Bucks was down, according to Bruce Arians, refused to go back into the football game. And all hell broke loose. I know by now everybody has seen the video of Antonio Brown as he pretty much quit on his team on national television in the biggest media market in the world. New York City. And even though the Jets stink right now, this was probably their best played game through the first half of any game they played all season long. And then we had this meltdown. Now, Antonio Brown, man, this guy, his talent is undeniable. I mean, this man has Hall of Fame talent. The seasons and years that he put in Pittsburgh with the Pittsburgh Steelers was epic. As he would say, booming. But part of being a professional is also, too, your mental attitude, your preparation, and just being an adult. Not doing anything to jeopardize your ability to work in your profession. You don't get no basic than that. Now, Antonio Brown had been in the news over the vaccination card, the fake vaccination card, which is a felony, by the way. I know a lot of people have different views on COVID and all of that. All respect due. But if it's something that is a felony, I'm not trying to do that if I'm a guy that's making millions of dollars playing in the National Football League. Just not a good idea. And I'm hearing a lot of talking heads, man. Everybody talking, oh, man, you think somebody give him another chance? Boy, stop. It ain't happening. At the end of the day, and this is any employer, any job, any profession, once you're no longer trustworthy anymore and you're a detriment to the situation, people are going to wash their hands with you. And, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, Antonio Brown has some potential mental issues. And if he does, you know, hopefully he get it worked out. You know, all blessings to him in that. But the Tampa Bay Bucks had or provided this gentleman with every opportunity, man, every opportunity. He was already on thin ice coming through the door with the situation in Pittsburgh. Then we had the situation in Oakland with John Gruden and such, Mike Mayock. Then we had the situation in New England. So, I believe Antonio Brown, that's the last time we've seen Antonio Brown. 
you know, he may play in one of these other professional football leagues. I know those leagues going to toss him a lot of a lot of money. But I think in the National Football League, I think he's done. And for him to literally quit on his team in the middle of the game, walking off the field while the offense was on the field and losing in the game. For him to do that, I mean, as a, a you know, anybody that would be his teammate not welcome back in the locker room anymore so that's my opinion on it that's how i feel about it man i think antonio brown we've seen the last of antonio brown as an nfl player definitely not the last of him on social media he might play in another football league at a lower level but i think he's done in the national football league we on five sports podcast We on Five Sports Podcast. Man, man, once again, man, thank everybody for listening, man. We definitely appreciate the support here on We on Five Sports Podcast, man. We just had episode number 25. Man, I want to thank my special guests coming through once again. My man, Shad, NBA correspondent, Bulls correspondent. Definitely was riding shotgun as we kicked off this adventure on We on Five Sports Podcast. Appreciate him coming through. Man, we broke down the college football playoff on this show we definitely got into the returns of uh, Kyrie Irving and Clay Thompson we broke down man the situation with Mr. Antonio Brown we took a look at the NFL playoff picture and man man we had a good show man we also talked about the Eastern Conference number one seed Chicago Bulls so once again man we appreciate all the love and all the feedback man thanks for listening man we on five sports podcast